guardian angels and patron saints, pray for us. First of all, please do take a bulletin with you today. We have a number of uh, ongoing developments that are uh, helping to progress us through this uh, time of reopening. However, um, because things are changing so quickly, uh, that bulletin was issued on Tuesday. Our deadline is Tuesday, and, and the governor's orders and Wyandotte County's orders changed on Thursday, Friday. So um, things are, are just constantly developing and changing. So it seems that we'll be able to open up pretty, pretty quickly in, in terms of allowing people to come to Mass as, and, and have as many people in here as we can space out six feet um, between households. So um, that's going to allow us to have um, a little more flexibility on Mass attendance. However, I think what we're going to do in the, in the parishes that I'm serving is just take it a little slower. We're going to more or less keep things as we've had them thus far. I don't know, sometimes it feels like when you're flying, a, trying to take, get a 747 to, to take off, you don't, you don't just sort of jerk the yoke back and hope for the best. You want to you ease it up into the air. Let's ease it up. Let's ease our recovery back up. By the way, those of you, I don't know if, any of, if we're live streaming or, or, um, or those who are present remotely, if we're all looking up here into the church, it's because there's, a, there's a, what I thought was a bat, but it's, it's just a, a chimney swift flying around in our church, which I have no idea how we're going to get this out of here. I have no idea. I don't know how one gets birds out of churches. But I'm sure this was a common thing back in the day, back when, back when churches were just open air. The wisdom of the ages, bird removal. <laughs> At any rate, thank you for your patience with the reopening. Today, just a few words about the, uh, the Feast of the Ascension, which we celebrate today. All of the, all of the imagery of the kingdom the kingdom, our Lord ascending to his throne, taking command, assigning tasks. The ascension is ultimately the fulfillment of the royal prophecy. Oh, we, we were successful. Good. The bird is on its way out. Um, all the, the royal prophecies about the Lord taking command, it, it, it pertains to the depth of the whole arc of the biblical story, which begins with creation, all things flowing, flowing from God, his creative hand bringing everything that is into existence, and then for the course of history, it's the story of everything's return to God, everything's achieving its purpose. Every single creature, having been created by God, is in some way drawn back to God by the, by the rule of Christ. Now, some creatures are capable of making choices, living in such a way as to live in accordance with their purpose. Those are human beings. Those are angels. But most of the rest of creation doesn't have that capacity. Our job, as the crown of creation, is to bring what areas we have under our control, whatever 
whatever we have in terms of our own responsibilities, whatever's been entrusted to us, our job is to bring it along with us back to God. That's true of every single thing. That's true of our families. That's true of our neighborhoods. It's true of our work. But it's true of absolutely every other creature as well. All forms of matter, plants, animals, minerals. When you think of what a trumpet is, a trumpet is made out of a metal that was, that was forged in the heart of a star by the process of nuclear fusion. It cooled in the crust of the earth, was mined, hammered out, mixed with other elements, and crafted into an instrument that blares the praises of God. Right? So even, even minerals, even stars, even, even the wide cosmos is caught up into this return to God by our acts of praise, by our worship of God, and by allowing that worship to infuse itself into every aspect of our lives. That's the purpose of the church. That's why the church exists. To draw people into that conscious participation in their purpose. So that all creation might be drawn visibly under the dominion of Christ, its head. Because we, unfortunately, lost that power to act in such a way as to bring all creation back to God. The power of sin broke that capacity in us damaged it. Christ entered down into the world in a kind of mirror image of what creation and the end of the world is. He, he descended down out of the heavens, lived his life, conducted his ministry, entered into the suffering and death, all of the consequences of sin that enslave us and rose out of them and has now ascended to the Father, signifying that what what has happened is a complete return. What happens in him, in miniature, so to speak, is what is supposed to happen to all of the cosmos. And so our union with Christ gives us that capacity again to carry out our duty, the duty for which we were created, to draw all things under the dominion of Jesus. This is the purpose of the church. There are many ways that we can understand the church. Any way of, of grasping it that doesn't include this, doesn't place it as fundamental, is making a grave mistake in understanding. There are many good things that happen in the church. Charitable service of the poor. Inclusion, welcoming, giving people an innate sense of their own dignity and their value as sons and daughters of God. We could say the church also exists for social reinforcement of certain values and customs. All of those things are good and true, but they're not the reason the church exists. And we can often hear in the, in the press, in our culture, and politics, all those reasons being said to us. This is why you exist. This is, why the this is what the church is for. Do this, or refrain from this. And of course, 
we can say, thank you for your input, but ultimately that's not why we exist. We exist to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them and teaching them to observe everything the Lord has commanded us. That's how we carry out our mission. That's why we exist. And so today, I don't have a practical recommendation. I don't have a a point of action. Anything other than, why don't we here at Mass today just praise the Lord for what he has accomplished? He who has ascended to his throne, inaugurated the age of the church in which we are now to carry out and to make visible the reality that has taken place in him, Rest in joyful gratitude for his victory. Rest in joyful gratitude for his mission entrusted to the church. And rest in joyful gratitude for his promise. I will be with you to the end of the age. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.